Welcome back, everyone, to the Pens and Stuff podcast. My name is Abby. I'm Jim. And I'm Andrew. And today, we have a lot of really fun stuff to talk about. I'm really excited about it today, um, including the Pens' absolutely incredible game last night. Um, and yeah, lots of stuff to talk about today. So, to start off, we want to talk about uh, Crosby. He came and talked to the press a couple days ago about his injury and his recovery and how he's doing with that. He has been dealing with this for a long time, seven years. Um, it's just been giving him troubles, and he's finally gotten it taken care of. So just your thoughts on that to start off. Like, what do you think? How do you think his play gameplay will change I, now that he's gotten it fixed? I think when you consider the fact that Crosby – has been dealing with this injury for seven years and still has played to the level mm-hmm. that he's been playing. Yeah. I don't know how you can not say he's still the best in the world. Yeah. I mean, yes, it remains to be seen what happens when he comes back. Personally, I think he's going to come back and own the league my fear and I think we're going to talk about this in another segment is what will happen to everybody else's play when that when he comes back Mm -hmm. but um, to have him at 100% when he hasn't been for nearly a decade will be it'll be amazing to watch and see what happens Mm-hmm. Andrew, you were telling us earlier what he did in those seven years. Yeah, okay, here we go. I uh, found this on an article from Michelle. Last name. Oh, she's the Pens Inside Scoop lady. Anyway. Okay. She said, uh, it's incred- absolutely remarkable to think of what Crosby was able to accomplish over that time, including, and not limited to. <laughs> Two Stanley Cups. Two Stanley Cups. Two Conn Smythes. A Ted Lindsay, Art, Art Ross. Those are very similar. Hart, Art Ross, Rocket Richard. And and like an all-star selection pretty much every year. Pretty much. So. Not pretty much. Every one of those years he was an all-star selection. I don't know. I don't th- yeah. he, he might not have gone to the game. Oh, yeah, but yeah. But he yeah. was an all-star selection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got the MVP of the all-star game a couple years ago. Yeah. He got a yeah. car or something, yeah. and he donated it to a yeah. Lady he gave it to a, a yep. That was that was a cool story. It wasn't wasn't she like a concession worker who? Had... She was a veteran, who I don't know if she worked for the arena, but she was she was one of the veterans that they were going to honor that particular night, and she had needed a vehicle, a reliable yeah. vehicle to get to work. Um, she had a young son who had. to get to you know daycare or whatever hockey and so um and so (laughs) sid donated the car to her Mm -hmm. and i thought that was that was uh i mean and and let's be let's be honest there are a lot of guys like that in the league who do stuff like that which is awesome Mm -hmm. and i love don't go there i love the (laughs) fact that um that this league and this the guys who play in this league, and I hope it never, I hope it never changes. Mm-hmm. I hope that the the players uh, in the NHL continue to be 
um, quality people, quality individuals, mm-hmm. not um, not Evander Kane, not divas like Evander Kane also or Matthews. like anybody in the NBA. Um, I just I hope that I hope that that doesn't change, and I I don't see it changing anytime soon. Because I think your Vander Canes and those types of guys are outliers in the league. I do feel like, though, that some of that is good for marketing. And, like, like if they're more like NBA players in the way they – like, because play like in in the NBA, people follow the sport for a certain player. And when that player leaves and goes to another team, it just – I don't know. I feel like it creates more of a – I'm not sure. It grows the market more when you have people who are more outspoken, like LeBron James, like Kyrie Irving, like, you know, like they move, they leave, they come back. They it's the drama. It's that the people drama. Care about. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that would be good for the the league. Do you think in general too? But not for the rest of us. If do, you're not a fan of that. <laughs> do you, Do you think that it's? Do you think that people become more loyal to a player? Than a team in the yeah, NBA? Yeah. I mean, no. Yes and no. There are, and the people who are fans, people who are fans of a player are casual fans. If you're a hardcore fan, you're going to stay and vote That's for true. your team Which, no matter what. Which I feel like is the similar, similarly with the NHL, people can be casual fans of like a specific player. Except, except I think hockey is more hard, it's harder to grasp. So you're not going to just sit down and be like, oh, it's hockey. I'm like, like if you don't understand the rules, you're not going to enjoy watching. This it. is true. This mm-hmm. is true. So you need people to like a player, so they get more into the, the well, sport. And if they're not, if you don't have big personality, like Sidney Crosby, Conor McGee, they're not big personalities. Right. They're not flash. Like they're flashy on the ice, saying. but off the I ice, see what they're. You're saying. That's why PK Subban is so popular. Yeah. It's you need more PK Subans in the league. T- for the league's sake. For right. the league's sake. Right. Okay. That's not what this segment is about, but it's a good segment. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I see that. I see that. Yeah, and I think I think it would it would grow the sport, and that's what they're worried about. They're worried about not being able to grow and not sustain yourself. Like when because you have the NBA, you have the NFL, right? Who allow the players to be the players almost? You know, like like let them be themselves, as opposed to like you have to come to the arena, suit and tie, dress all up. Like you don't have like the Cam Newtons. Who are coming dressed in like a dress? He did like that. N- no, but like oh, he, he's very he's oh. very flamboyant. His, yeah, his fashion's more mm. that of. Well, I don't know. I think you. I think we have some of that in the NHL. But you have to. There's yeah. a certain dress code you have to show up to the arena and. That's true. And whatnot. And I think that's what they were. They were talking about that last night on the yeah. Penguins broadcast. We are recording on a Sunday, just so everyone knows. We normally record on Saturdays, but yeah, due that's to scheduling conflicts. Scheduling. Yes, that's a very good way to put it. Thank you. Oh, we have all some come British. We're British yes. now. Proper I need to go British make myself a spot player. of tea awesome. for the next segment. Last time I checked, there was only one NHL player from the UK, just in case you were yes. wondering. Well, yes. Welcome. welcome. I don't even remember who it was. I, I think he was like, like welcome, someone you Welcome don't to the know, Pins but... and Stuff football podcast. <laughs> we talk all things Premier League. Anyway. Anyways. It's off the tackle oh, with Andrew Augustine. All right, can we okay. move to the next one? Yes, yes, next yes, next yes, we yes. are talking about this week's games, which... Whoa, 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 wait, 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 we never talked about it. How do you think the Penguins will play once Crosby comes back from his wrist surgery? We never talked about that. Okay, 
We'll move to I, that. I thought that was what this was. Oops, okay. We'll, we'll, anyway, no, we'll move let's, to let's that. talk about that right now. Let's move to that segment right okay. now. Um, personally, I think what's going to happen, and I hope it doesn't, but what I think is going to happen is you're going to see players who are uh, really bringing it as far as, you know, shooting the puck, looking for... Um, looking for different opportunities on the ice, playing defense, I have a feeling that they're all going to start passing to Sid um, and trying to get him his goals and trying to get him to do, you know, whatever. And and the thing about it, and honestly, I think that's probably going to be more of an issue once Malkin comes back than Sid because Sid is a passer and Sid is a, a playmaker. But my fear is that we are going to pass up shots that we're taking now for the sake of getting it to Sid. Does that make sense? I agree. Yeah. Okay, I... It, just, Go pause. ahead. Nathan Walker is the only active player born from England, and he won the Stanley Cup with the Washington Capitals in 2018-19. Wonderful. So the Stanley Cup comes to the UK. He was, he was no one uh, of Last consequence, year, though, because no. I don't know that name. Last year he played eight games. He had one goal in those eight games. He Which was is... minus four, and he was playing with the St. Louis Blues. Oh my. There you go. So, now if you're you listening know. to this, we need more hockey representation in the UK. Yes. Let's go, so, UK. Our good British friends, please bring your talent to the NHL. We would or greatly we should, appreciate it. We should have some, some hockey players from Scotland. <gasps> Scotland. Scotland. From anyway, right. And Aberdeen. Anyway, okay. back to what you're saying. Um... <laughs> Yes, I, w- I was just saying that, that, the, um, that the team will probably be more interested in getting the puck to Crosby than taking shots and doing the things that they're I'm doing that now is the that is helping them win. But fortunately, Crosby will, like what you were saying, I think you said this, that Crosby is, does pass more. And he's not, like if you pass it to him, he's not going to shoot it. He's going to look. and I mean, he will shoot it if that's the point, like right. if that's what needs to happen. but. I agree with you to some extent, but I mean, like, that's a legitimate fear that we have, that that will happen. But also, like, our players are going to have confidence, even once Crosby comes back. Like, they're going to be like, we put up seven goals against Toronto. Who is arguably an all-star team. Yeah, people say they're one of the best teams in the league. We put up seven goals against them, and we're missing our top five. It, It was hilarious. And our power play was... Our power Gosh play, awful. like literally, yeah. all it five was, players that were out is our top power play. Yeah, well, I mean, plus Gensel. Carter's not on the first power play. Well, yeah. Second, but, but, but here's, here's the thing. We had a fifth of so our I, first power play. Just, I, I want to say this before I forget. Hang on to your, to your thought. Um, Hang on to your girl, Merle. I was, I was watching um, the rebroadcast with Steve Dangle watching the game, mm-hmm. and he started the game saying, okay, here we go. The Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Wilkes Bear Scranton Penguins. Basically, which was basically what what it was. I mean, and we dropped seven on them. I mean, yeah. yes. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't really. I don't think there was anyone. Maybe Lafferty who plays, but everyone else was either scratched or you know, like there wasn't like they didn't call a bunch of people up because of it. But yes, I right. It was like our outliers, like right. It's, it was like it was like the the. Taxi squad. Yeah, this is the second <laughs> yeah, yeah, second yeah. team. Um, it was, yes. I, yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, players like O'Connor, who's almost got a hat trick mm-hmm. in the game against Toronto, and Pedersen, even, 
players, right. Matheson. Right. And and I saw Zucker step up. Yep. He was wearing an an A last night. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll talk about that later. And yeah. so, <laughs> like, just the fact that they could perform like that against a team against. that is so elite. Right. I put that in quotation marks. Well, because they were not. They were not playing elite status last night. No. But, Except for that first period. The first period, they were buzzing. It's true. Um, but I think with Crosby coming back and them having that kind of confidence, they will receive passes from Crosby. They will make smart plays. I think, I think that we're going to be better right. for it. I think it. you're right. I, I do think – I agree with you because this this lack of them, the lack of our top-tier talent may be a blessing because it gives confidence to those the bottom guys who are like, I it's can like, produce even skating but it says, 10 minutes a night. It says to these guys who are in – and well, first of all, it says to the guys who are out, look, when you come back, you need to fit in. Yeah. It also says to the guys who are playing, look what you can do. Right. You mm-hmm. are you guys in in the system that Mike Sullivan has established are very good players. Mm-hmm. And you can play with the best teams in the league. I think it's absolutely insane the depth that Sullivan has developed in these guys. Like, well, that's that's that's. I feel like you put you Jim put Rutherford this group, and, and, you put this group of guys with any other coach, and right. I don't think they perform half as well. They uh, Sullivan is a coach who his players like to play well for. For him, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and like I was saying, like the depth goes to Jim Rutherford before, and. Um, you know, Hextall now mm-hmm. and the general managing of this team. And now that we even, even I'm even excited about Ron, um, Brian Burke, Brian Burke. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say Ron Burkle, but that's not right. He's the owner. Uh, Brian Burke as, as the president of team, you know, hockey operations, those two months together mm-hmm. is going to keep us in, in, competitive for a long time and Steve yeah. Dangle even had something to say about that about why is it that the Pittsburgh Penguins can play their B team and kick the crud out of out of Toronto mm-hmm. and Toronto, Toronto is a literal like all-star team and, like they and have that's what and line. that's where he was going it was and Toronto has all of this talent and they do nothing and and it came down to the fact that he and he said this he said Pittsburgh has winning DNA Right, mm-hmm. they have a, a system in place, and 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 people up top who know how to win, who know how to win Stanley Cups, who know how to play in the playoffs. Well, with the exception of the last three years, and who <laughs> know what's what, mm-hmm. and the and the and and the team just, I mean, it, that grows and that multiplies, and the confidence that a team or that players get, even coming from Pittsburgh to other teams like Seattle mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, wherever they might go, there's that, that, winning, okay. <laughs> that winning DNA is still in yeah. them, mm-hmm. and they take it to other teams. And, and again, it's not – they're not going to, like, win cup after cup after cup, but these are players that people want. Mm-hmm. And so you can – you get trade value for your prospects because they're coming from a system like this. It's like fertile soil. Exactly. You exactly. Look, yeah, you look at – I'm looking right now at the last game. And what I love is no one had, well, the exception of Sam Lafferty, but no one had less than 10 minutes on the ice. And no one had more than 18 minutes. I will say uh, about. Forward wise. I okay. will say about Lafferty. So they were Lafferty. sharing the wealth. 
Lafferty is like hit or miss on how consistent he is. Yeah. So I understand why he has less. Oh no no yeah. no! Yeah, I wasn't saying that as a knock, but like, well, that whole bottom four, bottom team, Boyle line, Boyle, Lafferty, and Simone all had pretty low minutes. But like, normally you don't see that. Normally it's like twenty minutes for your first line, fifteen for your second. Right. And I understand why it is, but I like that we weren't like. The, like the okay, par- Gensel, the you're out there for even, 25 minutes tonight. Even the parity on the team. Yeah, and that's depth again. So the so the question then becomes. Well, Jari was on the ice for the most. He had 59 minutes, 55, 58 seconds. <laughs> so sense. so the so the the bigger question then becomes, when Sid comes back, does he take a hit in time on ice? For the sake of this continuity that the team has developed, I wouldn't mind it. And plus, if you it could... would keep you healthier. And like, if we do run into a team that's really good, then you'd be like, okay, Sid, you're as long as you keep them in condition. Right. You have to stay conditioned to be able to do twenty minutes all night. But like, if we run into like a hot team, like, kind of like Carolina right now, or, Flor- or Florida, right? And you're like, okay, Sid, we need you to pull your weight, and like. Well, his line mates would have to play that too, but even exactly. even even maybe not. Maybe you just throw sit. Okay, Sid, you're double shifted with this fourth line here. Go out and you know, true. Like just throw sit on the fourth line or could, the could, third line. Yeah, and, and and Sid being Sid, I think he could play with anybody. Yeah, and same same with Evan Rodriguez. You know, it's true. <laughs> we'll I called that it. last year. It's like Evan mm-hmm. Rodriguez is versus. You can throw him on the first line, fourth line, whatever. Yes, you He's going to do what he does. I, I remember that. And who was playing first line center? Do we want to talk about the Dallas game at all? Um, How that looked? That was sad. It was. It wasn't a bad game. It was a good game. It was a very. It was a very neutral neutral zone game. Yes. Like. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of time in the offensive zone for either team. No. Which I don't mind because when we took when we got our chances we took. Opportunity in that and. That's true. you yeah. took the chances you got because you didn't get a lot. We didn't get many. And we were playing Holtby. Fun little stat. That's true. Uh, he owns us. Last night, Saturday night, was the first night this year that the Penguins did not play a Vesna Trophy winner in net. And list, list we them, didn't Andrew. lose in regulation. We played Andre Vasilevsky, put Ooh. a six spot up on him. Actually, no, three spot, three empty netters. But, and then we played yeah. Sergei Bobrovsky, put a four, four burger on him. And then we played... Mark Andre, Mark Andre Fleury. Fleury put another four burger on him, kicked him out of the game. Which scored was two more on sexy Lankinen. 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 And then we played Braden Holtby, and we only gave up one. So Braden Holtby played the best against us, which he normally does. Yeah. We didn't find out last year in Vancouver because we didn't play Vancouver. Didn't play That's Vancouver. correct. But thank yeah. goodness. And then we played. <laughs> we played. I don't even remember his name. We played Michael Hutchinson for a period. Uh, and we played Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell. For two periods. Yep. And we murdered yeah. him as well. We did, actually. So in our, last five, Honestly, in our first though, five games, we have played seven goaltenders. I will say, though, well, on Campbell's behalf, his defense was 100% absent. His defense was absolutely Like, garbage. it was gone. Yeah, like, and that was mentioned, the too. The only defenseman I saw from Toronto do anything was Jake Muzzin. I hear the stats from the Maple Leafs game. All right. We won in Shoshan's... Shots on goal, 33 to 29 in favor of the Penguins. Face-off percentage, 64 to 36 in favor of the Penguins. Power play, Penguins had five power plays, scored on one. Maple Leafs had three, scored on 
None. Um, they had, I mean, obviously they had more penalty minutes than we did. Was their power play really that bad, or was our penalty kill that good? Or a combination I, of both? I, is there a way I can find their power play shots? I don't think so. Um, but I will say, though, they came off of a back-to-back. This is true. We also get... Um, uh, they they every, lost everybody to the Sharks has them. on Friday. Everybody's going to have them. Yep. It's true. Yeah. I'm just saying. GVA. No, What's you. GVA? Goals. Goal variation? Goal. I don't know. Anyway, we had 17 blocks to their 8 blocks, and we had 33 hits to their 20 hits. We had a lot more hits. So than in them. other words, we beat them in every category except penalty minutes. Which and is probably the GBA, which I don't know what it means. Do, do we want to talk about the fight? That was funny. It was Brian Boyle versus Wayne Simmons. And Brian is like a foot taller than Wayne. Yeah, and so he just grabbed him by the shoulders, oh. and he was like, simmer down, bud. And Wayne just kept <laughs> going at him, and eventually Boyle just pushes him to the ground like, stop. GVA is giveaways, so we beat them in. Oh, they okay. beat us in giveaways and penalty minutes, the two categories you really don't want to be ahead in. So, <laughs> gotcha. In other words, Penguins outplayed them all over. Completely. Anyway, back to the fight. Okay. Anyways, it was just funny. That was yeah, about it was it. it was a good fight. It was a good fight. I got Simmons speared Freeman, Freedman, and then took a couple strides and smashed Boyle into the boards. In other words, he had and a slashing they, penalty, they a boarding penalty, the gloves. and possibly a charging penalty, and a fighting penalty, and a fighting penalty. So he had technically eleven he penalty minutes. He just had <laughs> he should have in one play. He should have anyway. Maybe yeah, you could throw a rough in there too. So <laughs> somewhere. So for the two games, the two games that the Penguins played this week, um, letter grade them. Dallas game, I would give them a B minus. I was gonna say that too, actually. B minus or B. Yeah, Toronto game, I'd give them an A. I'd give them an A across the board. Because they did play, they played well in the right. Dallas it was game. just the shootout, and we don't have a lot of elite shooters healthy right Especially now. Especially not without Crosby or Malkin or Russ. Like that's that's or, true. We didn't have. Did we have Gensel in that game? Yes, we did. Did he, he take the shootout? Did. Him and then Carter and then him and Latang and, and Carter. Carter. Right, yeah. Yep. And a couple we didn't. Did no, we did three? O'Connor. Didn't O'Connor get a? I don't think. Did so. Did it only go three I three rounds? Went, I thought it went four rounds and he got. Let the me look at all your boys. Okay. I don't. This remember. is this is good radio. Looking up things and. You know what? Stop it. It's true. It's <laughs> amazing. We know one hundred percent what we're talking about. We do. Well, also, I mean, I don't have the stats right here. Fun fact: Marcus Pedersen got oh, his yes. first four po- points. One goal and three assists against Toronto. He had gotten zero points up to this point. And he's our plus-minus leader with plus 10. That's awesome. And Latang is our plus-minus loser with minus two. Well, and okay, to his defense, in Latang's defense, he does play more penalty, or more minutes than anybody else on the team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'm not true. saying. I'm just saying. No, like, I, like the fact I agree that with Pedersen you. I agree is with in, you. like, middle of the pack is amazing to me. Yeah. Because normally he, he's a... You know, like he's, like, an he's not playing defenseman. with John Marino recently, he hasn't, has he? No, they been have been pairing him with Chad. He's been with Chad. Yeah, so who that makes is sense. a stellar, but, steady. But defenseman. normally, when he plays with Marino, he has to be the Dumoulin to his Latang. True. And he is not as skilled as a Dumoulin. Speaking of, I loved the Marino Dumoulin pairing. I did on too. Saturday's game because Marino gives up less. He gives up the puck less than Latang does. And Dumoulin is still his steady defensive self, which I love. Yeah. And then Marino can go up on the forecheck, and Marino can do what Latang does, but better. Yeah. IMO. Okay. Because he's a little less sloppy and confident than yeah, Latang is. Yeah, I'm with you. He's a little bit more careful. Sure. Okay, so I did only go handling. six. And went Gensel, Faxa, 
Letang, Pavelski, Carter, Radulov. Radulov mm-hmm. had the nail in the coffin okay. after Pavelski and Carter both got one. So, anyway, I agree with you. I think they may, I think this, the Penguins may change it up. I mean, you have to run Dumoulin first line. But, I mean, if you run your first and second D pairings the same amount of time, mm-hmm. you could put Letang on the first one with Matheson Chad. Or Chad. You throw him up there. No, Chad's a righty too. It'd be Pedersen or Matheson. And then put Dumoulin with Marino. And then just, you know, mm-hmm. I think that might I be. I loved the Dumoulin Marino thing. I think you'd have to put. How long is Latang going to be out? He could be out for the next 14 days well, with COVID. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So we might be able to see more of that. I don't know if it was. I don't. The, apparently, the COVID protocol for the NHL is ridiculous. But. Yeah, they talked about lightening it up because Tyler Bertuzzi is the only unvaccinated player in the league. So Stay they might. Ground. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they might. Um, since everyone except for him is vaccinated, they might relinquish the amount of testing they're doing. But apparently, medical experts are saying that's unwise in case of an outbreak. But I don't know. Don't I don't want to get into that. That's yeah. just goofy political stuff. So, but you shouldn't good, have to be political. Good games this week. Amazing games Very this good. week. Marcus Pedersen is lighting it up. Absolutely. With his, uh, so we're good. Okay. That's exciting. So. So Pens fans. Be encouraged. The Pens are doing much better than we are in predicting. How's that for a segue? There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> this was a bad week. Was it bad? The, I, the I prediction don't, week? Oh, after, yeah. After, okay, I'm going to be honest. After we awful. do the, the predictions here, I don't remember anything we just I predicted. Have, I, I don't have, remember what I said. I don't remember the games we predicted. That's true. So I don't I'm just either. like, uh. <laughs> that's, it, I don't know. Maybe that's why you go okay. to your, your Instagram at... At oh. Penguins Stuff Official. Stuff Official. Pen, pen, penguin, pens and Stuff Podcast. Pens and Stuff Podcast. What at if pens you and don't stuff have podcast. an Instagram? We're on Twitter, at Pens Stuff. Do you, you put that stuff on the Twitter? Email us. No, you can, though. <laughs> um, you can email us at... He doesn't don't want have to have work. Penguin Stuff Podcast. I show up. I'm um, pretty. I do with Okay. So, so, we are going to the predictions now. Okay. And okay, so, the first thanks. game we predicted was Monday, October 18th, New York at Toronto. We all said Toronto would win. Dad said, or Jim said, four to two. Andrew said four to two. I said four to nothing. The final score of that game <laughs> was two to one in overtime. Rangers. Yep. So no one got no points for that one. No. Okay. Okay. No but hold no up. Points. Didn't you guys say I got a prediction correct and a score correct? Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah just so. Just watch. Just watch. So, no. No. I'm, just watch. Okay. Take a deep but breath. But no, you just, you just said it was a horrible day for predictions. It, it was a horrible week. It was week. a horrible Not week. Collect- overall. Collectively. Not me, apparently. Overall. Okay, and then the next game we predicted was the Stars-Penguins game on October 19th. And um, we all said the Pens would win, and the Pens did not win. And we were all wrong. They all almost wrong. did, Again. though. We should get a brownie point for almost. Okay, and then we did the, the <laughs> Flyers-Bruins game. Okay. We, we all said the Bruins would win. Me and Anderson in overtime. But they lost that game 6-3. to three. To who? To, to the Philly. Flyers. Oh, Philadelphia. Uh-huh. So no oh, one got Phil any points Philadelphia. on that one. And then this next one. This, Final this overtime. This one could have gone either way. Fin- they, they were <laughs> in overtime. Really it was 2-2, two to two, Blue Jackets, Islanders. Dad said the Islanders were going to win. Five to one, which was awful. But um, Flyers me and Andrew both said Columbus would win. The final was three to two in overtime. Columbus. Andrew got the correct score with three to two. He did not predict overtime. 
but he got two points and I got one. But, but that it's that only moved, incorrect if we predict overtime. Innings. Right, no, correct. I can I can never call that. That moved the standings the to Jim with four, Andrew with four, and me with three. So Ew. that made it even tighter. And then the next game we predicted was Friday's game, um, Edmonton at Vegas. Mm-hmm. Vegas has just been sucking so bad. Right and you know now. why that is? Cause, Robin Leaner. Cause, yeah, because they got rid of Robin Leaner the Leaner. Flower. Um, any, <laughs> anyways, like the Oilers won that game 5-3, to three, um, but none of us got the correct score. But we all said the Oilers would win, so that puts Jim and Andrew at 5 and me at 4. <laughs> so that is the predictions going into this week, the standings going into this week. All right. So as we look at the predictions, we are going to start – on Monday, 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 the twenty fifth of October. Oh, hold up, sorry, I'm on the NHL.com, okay, and we are recording. There's a hockey game going on. It's Boston San Jose. Boston was up four nothing or four one, excuse me. San Jose is almost back four to three. Wow, just saying. Okay, I'll keep you posted. All right, <laughs> thank you. Um, Got you, no problem, Andrew. Abby, Alrighty, so where are who are who, what are we starting okay, with? Okay, so which, we're starting with Monday's game, game, the twenty fifth, Toronto which game? Maple Leafs. Which is the feminine way to write Leafs, by the way. No, at, it's the Canadian way to write it. At Carolina <laughs> Hurricanes. Abby, would you like to pick first, please? Yes. Toronto at Carolina. Yes. Hot take. Toronto sucks. No, um, that's not hot. That's, that's not, not a, a hot role, take. No. That's a just I mean, true. I mean Toronto is a flaming barrel of hot garbage. <laughs> Okay, fun fact for you all, in case you're wondering, Mitch Marner has not scored a goal in 14 games. And, yes, Rip. he has – I mean, that includes the playoffs last year. So, yeah, he's kind of sad right now. So, that is send up a prayer for your friend Mitchie. It's because Poor he guy. got paid He got paid that giant contract, and now he's – He's like, I got money. Who needs goals? I got – I'm getting paid for – Daydreaming on the bench. Okay. Anyways, Anywho. I say Carolina is going to win that game, and I say they're going to win it four to one. Four to one. Uh, I believe. See, this is Toronto's next game after that embarrassing loss to Pittsburgh. This is accurate. They're going to be mad. But they're in Carolina. They're Carolina in Carolina. Oh, is also and they're playing. They're playing their ex goaltender Freddie Anderson. I think. And Carolina's undefeated though. I think they're undefeated. Can I finish that? Yes, if you must. Okay. I think that this game is. I think this game is going to. um, I think it's going to be very close. That's what they say. I think that. Honestly, I'm just. I'm going to pick Toronto. And I'm picking Toronto by a score of 2 1. I think it'll be low scoring, but I think Toronto will prevail. Well, I was going to pick Toronto. But since you picked it, and we're tied in the standings, <laughs> I'm going to pick Toronto still. <laughs> so you like that? That was a little. That was uh, that was good. You got me there. Yeah, I almost, I, I almost wrote down Carolina. That would have made you upset. But Toronto by a score of three to four. Four to three. Three to four in favor of Carolina. Toronto. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I, I, I jinxed myself up. Not jinxed up. Whatever the word is. You messed Psyched yourself, yourself up. Psyched yourself up. Yes, I did. Oh, okay. I Psyched myself up. The other so, uh, so that's game one. So <laughs> game two is Tuesday, the 26th. Tampa Bay Lightning at the Pittsburgh Penguins. Let's go. 
Andrew, you pick first. Can I point something out really fast? Last week, I said the Pens would win. I usually never vote for the Pens because if I vote for the opponent and they win, either way, I'm happy. Yes. But I voted for them and they lost. Oh. So either way, you weren't happy. I was unhappy. Anyways, continue. Oh, tragic. I just thought of that now and that made me really sad. Okay, continue. Well, that story's then they lost. I know. I need to predict against them now. If you predict against... Just go. If you predict against them every game, we're going to go 82-0. and 0. We would have. Actually, actually, the truth is that um, I have a certain combination of clothes that I wear on game days that the Penguins have blown teams out every time I've worn that. Is that what you were wearing yesterday? That's what I was wearing yesterday, even though I was not okay. at home watching the game. Incredible. I was still wearing. You came home like literally as soon as it was done. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we watched the Colorado shootout. Okay, so anyway, anyway. Anyways, they did win. Andrew, you pick first on Tampa Bay Lightning at Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay, so last time I predicted Pittsburgh to beat Tampa in the home the season opener. Yes. For I, everyone. And you were the only one of I us. I was the to only one that. and it was correct. And you were right. So I am going to pick against them this time. Really? Tampa You're going to vote for the biggest pretenders in the league. I'm voting for the biggest pretenders of the league because, as you say, either way, I'll be happy. It's true. So Tampa Bay Lightning are going to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 4-3 to three in overtime. Shootout. Sorry. Oh, just it say overtime. Okay, well, I, but it's the shootout. Shootout. Because shootout that way the Penguins will stay undefeated in regulation. There you go. Okay. There you go. And that's fair. Tr- Tampa Bay beats them. I like as it. payback for. I okay. Like as you do. As okay. You it is your turn to choose. I picked second last time. We're and I picked going third last time. We're going backwards. Your turn. It's your turn. That is confusion. It's okay. Okay. Oh, guys. Cincinnati's beating Baltimore 33-16. This is football. This is a hockey podcast. Hey, I'm just saying. We like the Steelers here, too. So we like, we, and that is good news since, for the Steelers. Since the Steelers are on a bye. For Steelers. Oh, I was going right. to ask about that. Cleveland okay. beat Anyways, whoever they play. I think Broncos. that Tampa Bay shall win because – well, I don't know. I mean, Kucherov's out and stuff. But, you know, I think they can. I just think it's a matter of how much do you actually want it, fools. Anywho, um, I think they'll win Wait three to two. It. Three to two. <laughs> Overtime? No. Okay. Um, here's the thing. I'm going to make sure that I wear my lucky uh, ensemble on Tuesday. Okay. So I'm picking Pittsburgh. Okay. To win five to two. There you go. Uh, injury update here, real quick. So we were. I was watching the Senators Rangers game. Oh. Matt Murray this was in net. Really bad. Uh oh. Matt Murray was playing amazing. He was insane. It was out of his gourd. Two nothing. They got uh, Chris Kreider scored a goal. He a- celebrated. He jumped around Matt Murray, kneed him in the head. No, bootied him in the head. No, it was a knee. Was it a knee? It was a knee. I thought it was a Oh, my goodness. He went out of the game, Murray did, not Kreider, with an injury, and he is now on injured reserve with a neck injury. So prayers for Penn's legend, Matt Murray. Matt Murray, Murray. absolutely. And my pick to be the comeback player of the year. Well, he's going to have to come back from neck injury. That's not easy. My prayers are with you. I'm sending good vibes your way. Mm. I'll come... Watch your children for you so your wife can be with you at the hospital. Does he have children? I I'm think sure. he just has dogs. I'll watch your dogs. If you're listening to this, I got your back, man. My phone number is... He mean. Five, five, five. My five, social five, security five. number is... Five, 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 okay. 
Uh, next game. My email is. Ne- Go ahead. Voch Canyon, V O U C H C A A Y N O N Canyon, Y O N C A N Y O N. Yes. At gmail.com. Hit me up with. Yeah, I'll watch yeah. your house for you so your wife can come awesome. live with you at the hospital. Awesome. Awesome. I got you. Um, the. You're the OG. Next game, Next game is the Wednesday game, Philadelphia at Edmonton. I will pick this game first, and I believe that Edmonton wins this game. Um, I think it'll be a close game. I'll say four to three. The graphic isn't going to be pretty for that one because it's all orange. Yeah, that's four true. to three, you say. Edmonton, Philadelphia. Yep. Andrew, you choose. Mm. I say. I think it will be a high-scoring game. I have to give it to Edmonton. You do not vote against Connor McDavid unless he's playing the Penguins. <laughs> or Truth. a really good goaltender. Truth. Or a team with really good defense. Or literally 19 other teams in the league. <laughs> so I'm going to say Connor McDavid will beat the Philadelphia Flyers by a score of 3-1. to one, Connor McDavid getting three goals. Okay, the hat trick for Connor McDavid. 3-1 right? overtime, actually. So. <laughs> That's kind of hard to do. Uh, go ahead, Abs. Still running joke here on Penn and Stuff Podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I want to check something. Oh my gosh, Abby, get your. You need to have get your, your stuff your, together, man. No, I just want to check. He man. Something really, really quick. This is the Wednesday game. My name is Cool. Yes, I'm, I'm made, made of rocks. rocks. Don't let that intimidate you. Okay. Unless you're a giant pair of scissors. This is a little rock paper scissors joke for you there. And Mick, he's an insect. He has nice hands. Okay. He man. I want to say the Flyers. Say again. I want to say the Flyers for this game, but I'm not sure. Don't before second you guess any, yourself. Before you write anything down. Don't second guess yourself. Because I don't think the Oilers are <clears> going <throat> to stay undefeated for very much longer. You, and they have a game. Actually, that, they don't have another game until that game. Hmm. Actually, never mind. I'm going to say Edmonton. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> I don't think. Oh wait, actually. <laughs> Never mind. I'm if go if back the Flyers end up winning that game, just shoot me in the foot. No. Oh, okay. with pleasure. Um. Anyways, I'll say the f- the Oilers will win five to three. I feel like that's been a very hot score for a while. Eight goals has kind of been the average of most of the games. But not seven one. That is the highest no, 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 for no. one team I'm just, in a I'm game. just saying. Is that it's the been highest for one team so far? So far in this season, I think. I haven't seen any eight games. Well, I mean, the Penguins beat the – had six – put a six-burger on uh, – The Flyers. Tampers. Oh, Seattle has seven against the Kings last night. Oh. Oh, the Blues had seven against the Yotes. I don't think it's been higher than So the Blues have had two seven-goal games? Oh, no. That's a lie. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets first game of the season eight to eight to one uh, eight to two because okay. oh, they were honoring right. their, okay. the the goaltender. That's right. Okay. I forgot about that. Anyways, um, one of the highest scoring games. So moving on to the next game. Next game. The Thursday game, the twenty eighth of October. Yeah, and the Lightning had a seven six game against the Red Wings. Colorado at St. Louis. This is gonna be a good game. No, it's not. Abby, you get to pick first. It'll be good for no, like not. the first period and a half, I think, and no, then the Blues not. are gonna dominate. Because so they're solid. You're picking STL. I am. Because. Man, I hate when I get STL. I don't know. I just think they're really good Stop. this year. Re- I haven't seen them play at all, actually. But I've seen highlights and stuff. And your prediction of a score? I think it'll be 5 to 2. 5 
do. I, oh, no. No, it's me. It is you. I <laughs> it will, doesn't matter. I will take, um, I'm actually Colorado in this game. Hmm. Colorado has not been playing well. Have you seen their record? I, yeah. I think they're going to they played well a close against one. Played the and I'm going to say it's 3-2 to two Colorado. No overtime. Their goals differential is a minus 5. <gasps> I don't they care. They have four I points don't care. in five games. Predictions don't have to do a lot of times with stats. I know. I'm just saying. The Avalanche That's how beat they're the doing Lightning right now. Yesterday, four to three. Yeah, and the Lightning are doing worse than the Avalanche in the standings. So actually, that's, that's not false. Much. Is it false? I don't Lightning know. have five points. Avs have four. Okay, speak your facts together. Well, the Avs are higher. I'm than going conference. to say the Avalanche as well, because I don't think St. Louis is going to stay at this pace that they have been at. Sure, they've been great. Sure, they made my power rankings. Oh sure. But I think Colorado. Uh, sure has too much to. talent to be crap for much for, longer. For much longer. See, that's kind of how I feel too. Except again, if you're following the Toronto mold, you can be crap for five years and it doesn't matter. And people will still say you're one of the best teams in the league. That's right. Cup uh, contenders you gotta, and you every can have, year. You can be a. You can have as much talent as the Penguins have, and still be possible playoff. Possible teams. bubble playoff teams. Yeah. Every year. True. Every year. Uh, so you have a score for that Colorado win? No, I don't. Just Colorado. Just okay. Colorado. So well. I get two points no matter what the score is. No, that's not true. Score. That's not <laughs> true. I'm going to say five check. to nothing. Colorado. Five. Oh, shut out. Shut up. Okay. Uh, Andrew, you've got the last game to start. Friday, the 29th of October. Columbus Blue Jackets at the New York Rangers. I uh, Both of these teams were ranked quite highly on my power rankings. The Rangers are number one in the Metro. The Rangers are number one in the Metro, but they have played the most games in the Metro. This is accurate. They just, they uh, they do have a, uh, what's the word, like a hidden gem of a, a player on their team, and that is the Zebras. This so is true. I'm going to say the Avalanche. Nope, the New York Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Avalanche aren't playing in this I game, but you can call. Not I'm playing. calling Avs. That, that would sorry. be a hot take. That's all, that, a it very, is a big hot take. Very no, hot I'm take. going to say they call it the <laughs> Try again. You'll get it. Words are hard. The New York Rangers by a score of 3-2 three to two three in OT. Okay. And it is because they do have the Zebras. They're their dark. They're, they're, mm, it's true. They're dark. And dark I'm saying horse. that because... They, they, the, the Ottawa Senators game was, it was called atrociously in the last five trash. minutes. They called a um, embellishment. An embellishment on something that was clearly a high stick. Uh, nope, it was a. Was it a high stick? I know both. He put nope. He was put it? the stick in between the legs, and he had he, he like what is it called? Scissor dim or whatever. So it is called okay. when, he, and he fell on the ground and they called it an embellishment. It was an awful call because that it was dangerous. It was like right up on his thighs and he could pull something if he kept mm-hmm. trying to skate with him in between his legs and. Anyway, they said he fell down too easily, and I was like, uh, "No, that was uh, that was stick between the a trip. It was a trip. That's what that was. Yeah. That was definite a definite trip. It was okay. Senator should be at least four and one, if not five I, and zero. Yeah, I have a very hot take. That okay. was also the hot take I gave last episode. But I do not believe that the Rangers are going to make the playoffs. Oh, you. I think there are better teams in this division. That are going to make the playoffs. I think him. there's a ton of better teams in the division, but the question is, are they going to do it? Because like the Islanders are on the bottom right now. Um, and 
I have, I have something I want to say before we end predictions, but after Abby predicts your thing. Okay. Anyways, I, so I'm not I'm not voting for the Rangers at all this year, at all. Okay. So I'm gonna say the Blue Jackets are gonna win by a score three to one. Three to one. I too am gonna take Columbus in this game, and I'm gonna say they'll win by a score of four to two. All right, so that completes predictions. I, oh. I do want to say one thing though. I know, so I know we're looking at, I know we're looking at um, standings right now. And again, we've only been through two weeks of the season. True. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, doesn't mean a lot. The way, and and again, we look at this and we see many teams have only played five, six, seven, eight games. Um, I don't think anyone's played eight quite yet. The but yeah, the six is the right. The uh, the fluctuation within the standings from week to week, right now is. I mean, it, it's it is what it is, but it it's not going to stay there. Yeah. Right. We all know yeah. this, and I know. Unless we're, you're I the know Golden Knights or the Kraken, they're both staying, or the Coyotes are going to stay. They I, only have one point. I know we're. I know we're kind of joking about that, you know. But, um, and again, we're we're making these predictions and we're talking about it in the here and now, and so the standings are what they are. But I think I think we also have to understand that that these teams are going to be you know, not like football where you play once a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, after three weeks, you kind of got a feeling of who's good and who's not. Right. Um, I think I think after next week, I don't know. I, I think after next week, we'll have a better idea of of what teams really are. And I, I'm serious about Ottawa. I think they have something very special. That's great. Can, I, I think that's a hot. That's I mean, not a joke. I'm not necessarily agreeing with you, um, but it would be cool to see. Um, but again, that's that's your take on it. I I I'm also fan takes, of the Sabers. So. My take is a little different, and we'll see. But that's why we do these podcasts, and that's why you listen to it, if you are listening to it. I don't and if you're listening to it, thank you. Yes, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Pens and Stuff. We, we love you. you. We appreciate it. Um, now, something that I was going to say uh, about Abby was saying the Rangers weren't going to make the playoffs because they're in the Metro. And I, I, I want them to revert back to the best eight teams in the conference as opposed to top three in the division and then two wild cards from whoever – because you have you have teams like like okay take the metro for example here or i th- i think you can take the top 2 uh, guaranteed no 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 i i like I you like, definitely have to take the top yes yeah i mean obviously right you're a champion and then everyone else fills in because in that case right now if we would were to end it this isn't a great example but like all right because look at the metro okay you got the rangers in first with 9 points Obviously, this is very, like what you're saying, very small sample size. Mm-hmm. And then you have Carolina with eight, Pittsburgh with eight, Washington with eight, New Jersey with six, and the Blue Jackets with six, Philly and the Islanders with both five. All right? And then you go down to the Atlantic. You have Florida with ten. They'd be in, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you have the Sabres, who would be in? With seven. Just under the Capitals, Penguins, and Carolina. So right there, you already have one, two, three, four, five, six teams. All right? And then you have Boston with six. You have the Devils and the 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 Blue Jackets with six, mm-hmm. and I I don't know I just think it would be so much fairer, you know, to have 
that's not a great example because either way. Because that way, if you're in a yeah. very competitive conference very like the Metropolitan, you, you like you're, you get you're not hosed. Yeah. By the say like 80, 87 point Boston Bruins, who are third in their division, where you got ninety two, but you're in the Metro. Right. And you're no outside I, of a wild card. Spot. I I agree with you. I think I, that's I think, what they used to do. I think it would be cool. And again, you you really can't do this because of travel and all that. But I I still think it would be cool to just take the league, to take the four division winners, seed them one, two, three, four, and then take the rest of the league and take the top next top uh, twelve teams. Like the whole league is the whole league, and then you you seed them, you seed them five to twelve, and then one place twelve, two play, and then well, no, it'd be and one and sixteen, one and sixteen, yeah. Then you'd be playing the actual best in the league. And not the best per division. Well, and and then and then your Stanley Cup Finals can you it never can know who anyone. it's going to be. It could be Pittsburgh yeah. and Carolina for all we know. Right, like yeah. like last year where it was uh, the uh, the Habs and the Habs. I mean, they the, they realigned it. Right, but like that's a, that's a final we'll never that see we'll never ever see again, again. Unless, unless they, they redeline the divisions. Do. Right. The way. So I, I I just I think that would be I think that. Well, would then be why even thing. have divisions? You just say to see who gets who to to, to seed the one through four. Yeah, but like if. If you are genuinely good enough, you would be. No, I I, th- I think that because would, I mean I think the divisions because you still have and then I feel you still like have rivalries then it has the to division. do with like the however many games are played against these specific teams and whatever within your division. You play four yeah. games against divisional teams and then right. conference That's teams true, you yeah. play three. Right. Um, so right now, if we did this hypothetically, you'd have the Rangers make it, you'd have the Panthers make it, you'd have the Blues make it. And you'd have the Oilers make it as the top four teams. Four teams and whatever. So so let me write this down. Rangers. Rangers. Florida, Edmonton, and... Florida, Edmonton. What did I say? St. Louis. Yep. St. Louis. Okay. So they are the top four teams in the league. Okay. And then you'd have Carolina. Carolina. Minnesota. Minnesota. San Jose. San Jose. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Washington. Washington. Buffalo. Buffalo. Vancouver. Vancouver. Boston. Boston. New Jersey. NJD. Columbus. Uh, CBJ. Dallas. And Philadelphia. So right there, you have seven of those 16 teams are from the Metro. The only team who didn't make it are the Islanders, and they're at 19. Six. Mm. Philadelphia, Columbus, New Jersey. Pittsburgh. Washington, Pittsburgh, Carolina. Oh, Washington. I miss Washington. Yep, yep. Sorry. So yeah, no, seven out of the eight teams in the Metro are in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And that is so much more fair. Much fair. I, that's I just, fair. I just, I think, I think it would be fun. I think it would just be a fun format. It would be fun because then you'd have Florida playing Philadelphia. You'd have Dallas playing Edmonton. The Rangers playing Columbus, that would be dope. New Jersey playing St. Louis, Boston playing Carolina, Minnesota playing Vancouver, Buffalo playing San Jose, and we would be playing Washington in the first round. <laughs> we can't get away from them. Jeez, it would come be, on. But no, I mean, you and you could have as it goes right. You now. could have an interdivisional final. Exactly. Yeah. Like okay, the way it's set up, Pittsburgh would be top, right? So they would be playing. They would never play the one seed, right? Because they're at eight. Is right. that correct? So they would. They could, it could possibly be, they could possibly play Carolina, right? Is that correct? Well, they, they could, they could play the Rangers. Yeah. 
That would be sick. Yeah, because we would be in the middle of that bracket. Yeah. So. That'd be so. Yeah, I don't know. I, hey, you NHL. Know I'll tell you what. I'll if tell you're what, listening to us. I'll tell you what. Next time, next time, we'll, um, I'll set up a, a bracket. Hypothetical bracket. Hypothetical bracket. And then we can fill it in and see who, who would go where and how it would work. Yeah. We could roll dice and be like, okay. <laughs> this yes. is the score. Score this is six to two. One of us rolls for one team, one of us rolls for another. This, this is exactly how nerds live. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Amazing, um, okay. I've never so touched the last, a girl before. Oh, I guess it's not the last thing we're talking about. But the next thing we're talking about is those surprise teams. The ones, we'll talk about the undefeated teams in the league right now, which are currently the Panthers, the Hurricanes, the Wild, the Blues, and the Oilers. They and are, technically the Penguins haven't lost in overtime, so... They haven't lost in regulation. Regulation, yeah. Yes. That's what I meant. They've only lost in overtime. Um, as have the Capitals only lost in overtime. You know what? Don't take this from me. Anyways, <laughs> um, those are the undefeated teams. But also, let's talk about the surprise teams. Sabres and Red Wings, second and fourth in the Atlantic. The Senators are... Respectively. Kind of sadness, but yeah. Hey, Senators are surprising, all right? Okay. Let's be real here. And... Um, they beat Toronto... Oh, no, never mind. That's not... The Canucks <laughs> in third in the Pacific. The Sharks in second in the Pacific. We haven't done preseason. We didn't do preseason predictions of who's going to finish where, did we? Yeah. We we picked the conference champions. We, oh, conference champions, yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, so what do you guys think of all that? And this, And what do you think of the bottom feeders being... Again, I addressed this a little bit earlier about the fact that these teams... The things are gonna shake yeah. out. I mean, it's. It, but can we? Can we? It's. It's like. It's like this. When you take. When you take like uh, an aquarium, and it's full of water, and you know you put the stones in, all of that has to settle before you get a sense of what the tank's gonna look like, and so, you know, the beginning of the the beginning of the NHL season is kind of like filling the tank with water or dumping the stones in, and then everything kind of is gonna settle. And I think by by the end of next week, by our next podcast, we'll probably have a better picture of what the league actually looks like. True, but can Montreal? Mm-hmm. That that makes me sad because okay, you you made it to the Stanley Cup Finals, albeit in the bubble season. It's kind of like uh, the 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 championship doesn't mean anything. Yeah, in my opinion. Last year or the year before. Last year or the year before. Both Tampa's have a little asterisk next to it. Let's be real. Accurate, but uh, I don't know that that is probably my biggest surprise right there is Montreal, because you have like it, it can't it was not just the loss of Cockney I mean that that made you this bad, it's not. It could have it could have, sh- like shot morale though. Eh. Yeah, but like you're being paid to play this sport, you have to be bigger than one person. Right? I I don't That's think true. this guy was very much beloved by his team. Or the fans, Cockney, because he he came back and played in Montreal this week. They were none too happy, and the yeah. and the fans treated him like total garbage. Garbage. And so, I mean, it is Montreal, so I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, you know, you apparently he wasn't all that beloved in the. I think they might have the city or in the clubhouse. I, I think he was. I think, and I think that was the problem because he, he left, signed the offer sheet. He left for something. So he left for, for money. money. Yeah. Yes. And so that hurt people. They were mad because okay. they're like, yes, I, what happened I can to see loyalty? That. I agree with and you. I mean, yeah. And it's like, it's not like basketball where loyalty isn't as much as of a 
Yeah, people thing. care more about money than. But yeah, Montreal is probably my biggest, like, like what happened to you? But the biggest shock to me is Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Like you, they have played some teams. Okay, it's not like they're playing, you know, teams who have nothing. Um, they played, well, they lost to the Bruins, but they played Vancouver, and they played Montreal. They played mm-hmm. Arizona, so not a big whoop. And they almost beat the Devils, who are good. The Devils are decent this year. And they did this all without Jack Eichel, so. Yeah. And the games that they've played, they've looked good in, even yeah. if they've lost. And I remember saying back before the season started, when we were talking about Eichel, that uh, we thought I, I, uh, the, the management was the problem. But now seeing this team play the way they have, albeit in a short sample size, it's all asterisked with that. Correct. Correct. But I, I don't know if it wasn't Jack Eichel. Do you think these players are trying to tell Jack, we don't need you, go kiss an orc? Basically, go yeah. Go find a new team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's what this is. I, I would tend to agree with that. I think this is, yeah. I think but I don't, a, know, hey. I don't know. I mean, once the trade happens, does that motivation go away? Because he's not around. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I think they still have something to prove to everyone else. Like, hey, we're more than just a Jack Eichel centric team we can we have cousins we have Darlene we have or maybe it like well, they did they did trade away Ristolina so Ristolina could have been something something was going on with he Ristolina he seemed kind of like right. a nugget right possible and he's in Philadelphia and, now who's which is exactly where he belongs if he's a nugget okay true. also one of the things that I wanted to mention was the Blackhawks because they made major moves in the offseason they did they were expecting to be good this year and they have all the pieces to make it work they got they acquired Jones and Flurry. I and saw someone say they are still they have not won a game. I saw someone say on Twitter that it's because point. of their mascot. Yeah, whatever. Sure, buddy. One point. <laughs> it was a woman. So far. One. Yeah. In five Let's games. Let's take a look yeah, at Mark Andre Flurry's stats, shall we? See if it's That was him. their when was I don't that? Want to buy oh, it was against the Devils. Alrighty here. Looking at the, the night goalie. before they played Let's the Pens. Look at his goalie stats, all right? Let's see, he has played in three games. He has started three games. He has owned three in those games. He has saved, uh, she has faced 75 shots. He has had 12 goals go in. He has made 63 saves. He has a save percentage of 840 and a goals against the 563. Ouch. I do not think his heart is in Mm-mm. Chicago. Chicago. No way. And I had this to say. We were sitting in beat-ups. We were watching the game, mm-hmm. eating those nachos. Which, by the way, B-dubs, your nachos are fire. Don't ever change. But Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. No. I think I worry. They talked to him. I think they may have said, hey, you want to trade? And he's like, I don't want to go anywhere except Pittsburgh. Send me back to Pittsburgh, and I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. And they pulled the sheet out of him, traded him to... Chicago for a toenail and a bag of pucks and a bag of puck a, a puck it wasn't even a bag it was a toenail on the puck shoelace <laughs> and I think that is why he's playing so poorly I think he was hurt by Vegas he was hurt that they didn't send him to where they wanted to go also Pittsburgh may not have wanted him but yeah, they could have I said heard, hey I heard that, that Pittsburgh wasn't wasn't in the market for him oh, man I I wish they would have I would have said hey we'll give you a second if you retain some salary and we'll take him honestly for what 
Chicago gave him, if they would have just given him to us for that, like oh, we, the we, only we problem would have been salary. Yeah, retain the salary. We'll give you more than a shoelace. Like, yeah, that just makes Abby so sad. Because like, if you're trading the Vesna winner for nothing, for nothing, you don't want him. Mm-hmm. So you would be happily retaining salary in a second. Give a, uh, give us. We'll give give us a fourth and retain some salary, and we will take a second. Yeah, I mean that's that's uh, there's truth to that, and I think I think that a lot of that could be. Uh, I think a lot of that could be part of the reason that he's not playing up to what yeah. Chicago expected to get. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's it, it'll be interesting. And, and again, early in the season, yes, yes, there's plenty of time. Flurry can get hot and have two or three straight shutouts, and that goals against average comes down pretty yes. fast. But can we talk about Jari for a moment? Really quick. The man's got a 1.5 save percentage. No, 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 save percentage. Goals against average. That's pretty awesome. That's Vesna numbers right there. Yeah. Mark a, my words right here. Having a goal, having a save percentage of one is not a good thing. No. So that means 99 yes. out of 100 yeah, pucks are going yes. in. No, 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 no. No. So. <laughs> no, his save percentage has gone. All right. Well, th- yeah, it, and it's it's going to be a fun week. So stay tuned. And uh, sure. if you want to contact us, you can contact us by. Uh, at uh, oh, words. At Twitter, at Pennstuff. Yep. On Instagram, at Pens and Stuff Podcast. And, and email, PensandStuffOfficial at gmail.com. Yep. Hey, uh, Jari's save percentage is 943. That's good. That's, That's really very good. good. All right. Thanks for listening and sharing and uh, subscribing. Yes. I'm Andrew. I'm Abby. And I'm Jim. Let's go, Pens. Let's go, Pens. Let's go. Let's go.